1: Not sure if you could tell by our background here, but Rachel and I are in Vegas. This we is a this is a, this is a, a THN Staff Graph Live Pod, baby. We're here. We are here and alive. Yeah, we're alive. It is. Uh, it's been pretty wild. Um, Rachel has just gone on like she's she's taken Vegas by storm since she got here. Um, so it's pretty remarkable to see her just navigate her way through it. Um, yeah, and 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 I I'm here and alive which is all I can really ask for. So not gonna lie, it's been pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, I get my. I gotta go pick up my credential. Mike's gonna show me where I have to go because I've walked everywhere on this strip and Fremont Street except for T-Mobile Arena. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, what's it been like? Cause you've been traveling back and forth. I've been in Vegas for four days, boots on the ground, picking up the vibes. The vibes are wild out here. There are things that happen in Vegas Especially during like a playoff run, mm-hmm. that just like do not happen elsewhere. There are things that are allowed here that aren't allowed anywhere else. So, what have the vibes been? You were in Florida for like Game Four. Game, three, how game they, Four, yeah. Like, how has it been different?
1: Uh, it's been completely different. I am sick of Florida. I never want to go back. I uh, uh, I just want to. I, I, I just want to stay in Vegas. I, I want them to like. I I look covering the Stanley Cup final. It's a dream. It's it's, great. The, it's the best. It's literally like the, the pinnacle of the profession. It's what I've all it's what I grew up dreaming wanting to do. Um that being said though, I never want to go back to Florida again. Like I like I have been there now for for work purposes three times in the last calendar year. Mm-hmm. Um for Tampa last year's Cup final, the All-Star game and now Florida and or now now the Panthers being here and like my goodness, I am just it is that is the swamp of America. That is, I am, I am sick of it.
0: Everything but Disney World, out. <laughs> I'm
1: sick of it, Rachel. It is 40 minute shuttles to the arena. And again, this is the most first world Problem. complaining ever. Like, oh, a free shuttle to the arena. Oh, it takes long. Like, I get it. But like, we're here in Vegas. We're staying at the park, MGM. Shout out to that MGM. Um, they're our sponsors, our corporate overlords, and we love them. Um, but like you, I could, and I've said this to you before, and now you know, because we're in the, the hotel. Yep. <laughs> like if a, if a, if a scrum was going on, and I was like, oh no, I forgot my phone. I'm the right. worst journalist of all time. I forgot my phone to a scrum. Yeah. I could head out of the arena, head back up to my room, grab my phone, head back down, and the scrum would still probably be going on.
0: Oh, 100%. If, it, like, the elevator takes like three seconds to get here because thankfully there are just like, the
1: proximity.
0: 14 elevators in this building. It's amazing.
1: But even just the proximity is great. We're in Florida. If I did that, my day would be shot. I would be like, oh, well, yeah. I'm done. Like i have to, I'd have to like pack up my stuff, head back to the hotel just 40 minutes away and then work from there and miss it. So this is great. And also just like the weather, like it, it is, it is like 30 degrees. For some reason there are some clouds today. I've never seen clouds in, in Vegas before, but they're like in Florida, you know, we would be leaving the rink at like one in the morning, one, one thirty in the morning. And it, it, which we'll bring into the time zone in a second. And it is like the most, it's like being in the steam room from my spa, from my spa day. <laughs> Whereas in Vegas, like it, it can be the most blazing sun possible. Like literally, we're in the desert, but it's dry heat. You don't even notice you're sweating. It's the best. I love it.
0: I went out in a sweater and yeah. sweatpants this morning, and it was like 25 Celsius. So it'd mm-hmm. been like about 80 Fahrenheit, and I wasn't even sweating. Like it was. It's kind of crazy. I mean, I'm perpetually cold, and you know mm-hmm. this. Like I'm wearing a sweater. Yeah, right you're now, wearing a sweater, and <laughs> there is no need for me to be wearing a sweater. Um. But yeah, we were, I put out a tweet, what was it, yesterday, where I'm like, I've been in Vegas for like a whole weekend, Mm -hmm. and I haven't lost money, and I haven't gotten married, and I haven't gotten arrested, and I've got work done. And everyone was like, what are you doing? Well, uh, we can add something to the list. I have picked up an injury. So I was at a pool situation, and somebody dropped a glass, whatever. By a
1: pool situation, you mean you were at a pool?
0: Like a pool party. Yeah. It was like a pool party. Okay. I don't even know how to describe it. There was like a DJ there. That's
1: There's like a DJ at like brunch in Vegas. <laughs> Which is There's crazy. There's a DJ everywhere. Um,
0: and so somebody dropped a glass bottle. It was also like one o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm pretty sure they were still drunk from the night before. And they came to clean it up, but they clearly didn't clean it up properly. So as I was walking to go in the pool, so obviously you're not going to have your shoes on when you're going in the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, I stepped on a piece of glass and sliced my foot open so you need to like get (laughs)
1: wrapped in a bubble or something in vegas for real like you are i know that you're like conquering vegas by like not getting married not losing money or anything but you you, but like you you have just been a magnet for like the worst stuff ever since you got here i know i'm almost starting to wonder if it's your fault i'm almost starting to be like is is rachel doing something did she like I don't know. Did she? Did, did she uh, tempt fate? Tempt fate in some way? Did she break a you know an old artifact that was cursed before she got here? Did like what? What is going on? Because no <laughs> one else, no one else can get here and just get like all of the injuries that you have gotten. <laughs> it's crazy. But the best part about Vegas, in my opinion, is the time zone because we're three hours behind Eastern yeah. Standard Time, so the games are five p.m. local starts here, and you know, you, you, the game is you, you'll leave whatever. And you're leaving the, the rink at like 10 at night, nine 30 at night. And you have the rest, like the, the world is your oyster in Florida. You know, we get there. There was so much time waiting before the game and then you leave and it, and we get back to the hotel like two 30 in the morning Ooh. and you'd be so tired. Like I, I didn't sleep. And so our travel day yesterday, not to hijack the conversation here, Rachel, but our travel day yesterday <laughs> before, before we get into the actual hockey, is was unbelievable and, and Rachel will attest that because she saw me when I got to Vegas, like, <laughs> like we, so the gate, I, I was at the rink all day on, um, on Saturday. So today we're recording on Monday um, and Sunday was travel was all day traveling. So Saturday was the day of game four. So I took a 40 minute shuttle at like nine thirty in the morning um, to the rink, covered both morning skates, did all that, you know, wrote, wrote a column, wrote a ton of news hits, did all that kind of stuff. Then hopped back on a shuttle 40 minutes back to the hotel. Ate lunch, you know, like did a little bit more work, got ready, then hopped back on a shuttle at five to go to the rink. Um, we get to the rink, you like eat dinner, you know, cover the game, crazy stuff. Then we leave the rink at about one in the morning, hop back on a shuttle, back to the hotel. Our flight is at six in the morning. Um, and so <laughs> so we literally Ryan and I, Ryan Kenny and I, I was still yeah, out Ra- at Rachel six was, still, in the was still out on the town and meanwhile ryan and i we like we sleep for about two hours not even i barely i basically didn't sleep it was like that weird part of sleep where you're like kind of asleep you can still like notice everything that's happening around you like it's it's weird it's
0: like the military sleep where they're like have this 10 minute nap exactly. and you just like lay flat and nothing happens exactly
1: so then we get up we leave our hotel at 4 30 in the morning head to the airport get there we hop on a plane and our our like the way that our trip was formulated is that we go from fort lauderdale to Newark, so the opposite direction, direction. Um, which was three hours. Slept for maybe an hour on that flight, but otherwise, I'm at like <laughs> like no sleep whatsoever. And then, and then, thankfully, there was no layover. But then we hop on another flight from Newark to Vegas, which is five hours, and we fly over there. This whole time, haven't eaten, haven't slept, haven't done anything. Get to Vegas, roll up to the hotel. Rachel sees me. You know, uh, Ryan and I were very hungry. We go out to Shake Shack on the Strip. We go to a Shake Shack. <laughs> And and we buy, and Rachel forgot about this. So we go to Shake Shack. We get some, I wolf down a burger. I haven't eaten forever. And then Rachel and Ryan are talking. And as they're talking, I fell asleep <laughs> sitting up in a Shake Shack. And they're like, they're talking they're like, what do you think, Mike? And they turn around and I'm like balancing my head on my hand, just like asleep.
0: I have a photo of yeah. this. It's tremendous.
1: So that's Rachel's blackmail that she has on me. Um, and then, and then we get to the, get to the hotel and like, we, we still needed to like check into all our rooms. And the only room that we were able to check into was Rachel and she wanted to go out. So I literally just napped in Rachel's room alone, pitch black, whatever, for like two, three hours until everything came together. It was, it was crazy. And today now after getting some full sleep, whatever, I feel like a new man and that's why we're here podcasting. It's terrific.
0: I somehow am on day five in Vegas and I feel like I'm at the point where it's like, you've already hit the wall mm-hmm. and you just break through the wall and you keep going.
1: You get that runner's high when you're, when yeah. it's like as someone who's run a marathon, you get to the point, where you're like, I can't do this anymore. And if you keep going, you push back, you push to like enlightenment.
0: Yeah. And, and I feel like I'm there now I've done considerably less blackjack playing than I think anybody predicted. Mm-hmm. Um, I have how Eve, however, eaten nine donuts um which is wild um and yeah like it's been it's been fun but I did so for game four Mike was in Florida mm-hmm. covering it like a, a working boy and because we have a partnership with that MGM I went to a Vegas Golden Knights official watch party right outside T-Mobile Arena and it was awesome like when Vegas scored to go up one nothing super early on there was beer flying. Somebody threw a chicken wing. Um, another guy who was like sitting there. Was, it was like a beer hall, so there were like long tables. One guy bought a round for every single person sitting at his table, which had to have been at least twenty to twenty-five people.
1: That is financially irresponsible. Irresponsible,
0: yeah. But one thing I noticed. So when you think about the Vegas Golden Knights, like obviously Mark Andre Fleury is popular because he was like the first real. Yeah, like, he's a
1: good. He's just like the personality. A good he's like yeah. He's great. awesome. Yeah.
0: The most jerseys I saw walking the strip at the watch party, whatever. Zach Whitecloud. Yeah,
1: Zach Whitecloud's a stud, man. Uh, not only is he playing really well here, but he's just a well likable guy. And I'm overjoyed with it, man. Like he's, I love it. He's gonna be bringing the cup to a uh, native reservation, which I think is really cool. He's really and dude, he is he is playing phenomenal. One jersey that I've seen a lot of that I was kind of surprised with is Max Pacioretty. I've seen a lot yeah. of Pacioretty jerseys here, and I feel bad because he's gone. But I'm like, hey, he wasn't here for, like, that long, and he was hurt for a lot of it. But, like, hey, everyone really likes Max Pacioretty. It's great. Um, one thing I'll say before, again, before we get into the actual hockey, is the game presentation, and I've said this before, but, like, the crowd game presentation is just, like, they are not even in the same stratosphere between these two markets. Vegas is this – dude, Vegas feels like a hockey town. Like they really, really do. You walk oh, the streets. Yeah. You walk the streets here. There are, there is Vegas. Uh, uh, it's you know.
0: easier to find Golden Night stuff than it is to find Raiders
1: stuff. Uh, Think one, about that. one thousand <laughs> percent. Like, it is easier to find Golden Night stuff. You cannot walk anywhere without seeing Golden Knights logos. People wearing jerseys. People, like the amount of people I've seen, just at like at slot machines at tables wearing jerseys. The, the dealers like, are wearing jerseys. Um, the
0: Caesar outside of Caesar's Palace mm-hmm. is wearing a Golden Knight jersey. Exactly. Like
1: it's amazing. <laughs> Florida was fine, like, you know, when goals and stuff happened, they were super loud and everything, but it just doesn't compare. Like, it does not compare at all. Were there people
0: walking down the street Saturday morning at 9 a.m. in Florida chugging beer no. wearing Panther's jerseys? No, but obviously, I mean, it's,
1: it's, it's different because it's the strip, but, like, still, it is... It is next level. And obviously, that's not a shot at Panthers fans. You guys are passionate. Like, the pop, it's loud, yeah. the pop in the building when they score, but they are very much, and they don't have any really reason to be, but they, they are very much like Lee's fans in that when the team is down, they get quiet because they're, I'm assuming, they're stressed. Um, like, to the point where, you know, they, like both of these games have, have featured the Panthers coming back being down so for large chunks of that game it sounds like a tuesday night against columbus <laughs> at Scotiabank arena oh god you know and it's just it's whereas vegas like they will do the they will do their warm-ups as you will see yeah you know they, they do their warm-ups and they and on the jumbotron they go through the whole roster as the warm-ups are going on like not like formal pa announcements they'll just show on the jumbotron like like zach Whitecloud number two and then they will list a bunch of stats number three. exactly and like every time they list a new player like people will cheer like it's, it's, I love it. It's amazing. Whereas in Florida, like, like they, the players go out and there's like, and they have to, they're like, wave that towel. And some people are waving the towel and it's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Vegas is another level. And, um, but like, look, Florida, they, they, the fact that they, they took a game here is pretty remarkable. They are the, the cardiac cats as they like to be called. Um, but it is a shame that game four, was definitely the best game they played of the cup final. I, don't know, I would agree. Like, like I don't know. I'm not looking at the XG. I'm not looking at the, at no, the deserved to win play, on the year, But yeah. just using my old-fashioned boomer eye test, if you will. Your eyeballs. You know, the, uh, yeah. uh, I, I thought their gumption, their jam, if you will. Their truculence. Their truculence, their pugnacity. The um, I really do think that, that that was the best game they played. And unfortunately, they couldn't pull it out.
0: Yeah, like I, I think the other thing that has become blatantly obvious is Matthew Kuchuk is clearly clearly playing with some kind of injury. Oh, he's
1: banged the heck out. He was hobbling into his. Um, scrum.
0: Anthony Duclair is limping around the hotel.
1: Yeah, we saw. So, I saw him at the RAL last night. He was not walking normally.
0: No, um, and I don't know what's going on with Sasha Barkov, but there's something going on there because. But he played his best game. Yeah, in and and game four, so he's playing through it. You can clearly tell. But yeah, I'm seeing well, we're in like the same. The hotels are attached everything in Vegas is attached yeah but you can see like sometimes we'll see Panthers players like seeing Radko Gudis's beard in the flesh is something to behold
1: just like at a buffet like it's so weird to just like see that you know
0: um but Anthony Duclair I would be willing to bet that he's probably going to be in a walking boot in two weeks time Mm. Matthew Kachuk should probably have his arm in a sling
1: right now. It also looked like he was, it was a lower body thing too, because he was yeah. limp he was he hobbling. hobbling so there's well. something there as well. It's, he is
0: very broken. Yeah.
1: But that's that's the thing about this Panthers team, I'm gonna write about today about how they will be remembered if they if they lose, is that like when you play that that style, which is like they are a sledgehammer. Like like they, they just yeah. like they are they're, they're a checking. They're a sledgehammer that talks shit to you. Like that is that is <laughs> basically what it is. Yeah. The sledgehammer that like that basically like emasculates you as a human being. And like, but when you play that, that strategy, you do lend, you do lend yourself to the risk of just like the physical toll. And it worked for all of these teams. It's obviously gonna work against Toronto because those guys weren't hurt to fly. Um, It'll and work
0: against Carolina. They're not that big. Um, Boston
1: was also banged up. Boston was more broken than Florida. Yeah. Boston was banged up already and it worked against the leaves and it worked against uh, uh, the hurricanes, but Vegas is also a sledgehammer, but it's a sledgehammer in just the sense that like you can talk as much shit as you want to a sledgehammer. It will not talk back to you. And it's a bigger,
0: meaner sledgehammer.
1: Exactly. Well, I don't even know if it's bigger, meaner. It's just, they have, they have the, 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 the edge of not falling for every single mental sort of trap that the yeah. like it's ev- also a really well-coached team. Like Bruce Incredibly. Cassidy.
0: And that's not to say obviously Carolina is really well coached with Brindamore, but I mean Bruce Cassidy changes teams mm-hmm. and is having more success. Like there is no argument that Bruce Cassidy is a good coach at
1: this point. Now, dealing with Bruce Cassidy from a media sense, and and I think he's a phenomenal head coach. Yeah. But I can see, I can now see why. Bruins players would tire of him over a couple of years. Is he
0: kind of like He a... is a drill
1: sergeant. Like he is... <laughs> okay. He is very like there... I have not seen him smile. I have not seen him emote. I have seen him be very direct. And he's also very direct about his players. Like he... Like he... Even his jokes are sort of like... Like, like he, he'll, he'll, he made like one joke and it was about how like even after they won seven two, like how white cloud turned it over at the blue line is like well i guess we'll give them less power play time or something like you know. Like,
0: arizona, like the arizona comment was objectively funny it was and <laughs> i do think
1: that if a team is trying to like commit tax fraud to be as bad as possible you're allowed to talk shit to them um but like it's just
0: have we talked speaking of like yeah craziness have we talked about the
1: three-way trade on this show it doesn't matter i feel like like that's was was, a very inconsequential three-way trade
0: it well in the sense that like it's teams that don't particularly matter, um,
1: <laughs> but
0: yeah, no, I feel like we did because we talked about Damon. Yeah, signing. we did. Yeah, he we did. We did. It, we did. We loved that. It okay. was.
1: It was just a yeah. Anyway, well, because it made
0: me think of like obviously Babcock is a drill sergeant. He's rumored to be going to Columbus. So you're talking about Bruce Cassidy. In my head, I was like, did we talk about yeah. this? Like, but I'm saying
1: like with Bruce Cassidy, phenomenal coach. He's about to win the Stanley Cup, as we'll we'll talk about. But like I can see because the biggest thing at the end of his Bruins tenure was like yeah, they did really well and everything. But the, all the players were just tired. They needed a new voice, and so I can understand why Jim Montgomery, who is like a more jovial guy, yeah. you know, like comes in there and gives them sort of like that sort of that that motivation, but also with like a softer edge. So players I can, coach, yeah. So I can see why Bruce Cassidy would would tire among among players, but like getting getting the results. Like this is a phenomenally coached team. Such a deep team. Such a like such mm-hmm. a mentally. And I know like again, it's it's such a cliche. But dude, they are mentally like like they have if, if you want to say mentally strong, they have like a mental aid pack, you know? A they, mental aid pack. Like they are mentally ripped they can as hell.
0: Mentally bench press 300. Like mentally, they're pressure.
1: gonna make me act up. That's okay. that's mentally. So we so, can't
0: have Mike acting up in Vegas. <laughs> well, actually, if you're gonna act up, this is the place to do it. This is the to place do to do it. Um okay, so what does a Stanley Cup parade look like on the Las Vegas strip?
1: I don't even know. (laughs) Fireworks, showgirls. uh, I don't know. It'll be great.
0: What if you have one of those showgirls like sitting inside the Stanley Cup as the floats going by?
1: I mean, you'd have to get a pretty small showgirl to do that. Like because the cup is not that big. But we're okay. We're giving the cup away before it's even. Let's talk about the game tomorrow night. What can Florida do? to to make it interesting because i just based on you know the fact that they're gonna make me travel again i am of the belief that i do think florida is going to at least push it to six
0: so i have like i bet on vegas to win the series four too so for like monetary reasons i'd love if they won in six um but mike and i have been on the road him in florida me in vegas and other places um for the better part of a month
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: i'm also i have to travel like next week too and so I'm just like you know what I would like to go home Mm -hmm. I would like to sleep in my bed I would like to go. yeah like I would go to my local McDonald's Mm -hmm. like I just although the McDonald's dollar menu here is fantastic but I think if Florida's gonna do it it's going to be because a lot of Toradol gets used Mm -hmm. uh and Bobrovsky continued like I thought he was really good in game four
1: He's being good outside – like, he's being phenomenal in the games outside of Vegas.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. So, basically, outside of the games in he Vegas – He had his best
1: game in Game 3, I think. Oh, my God. He's, yeah, he, he was incredible. He kept them in that game.
0: So, I think he's – that run of play is going to have to continue. I think they're going to need another dad-like performance from Brandon Montour. And one of Matthew Kachuk or Sasha Barkov is going to have to get on the score sheet. Like, big time. They're going to have to be – Instead of Carter Hagee scoring the overtime winner, like Matthew Kachuk or Barkov is going to have to be the guy. And they've gotta find an answer for so the top lines are being matched against each mm-hmm. other. And they're and, and it's pretty like that's fine. But then you have like the Mark Stone Chandler Stevenson line that is tearing apart. Florida In like, the fourth
1: just, line, too. The Yeah,
0: like so Vegas's depth is a Vegas's huge issue. depth is
1: just like the Florida Panthers they might have like the bigger quote unquote stars I think like yes, like obviously Kachuk. Stone obviously Stone and Eichel and uh like you know Shay Theodore Jonathan Marchessault who's probably going to win the Conn Smythe like like that Shay Theodore Patrangelo like those are big stars I think I would
0: lean Eichel Conn Smythe right now. That's honestly. what that's the
1: big conversation but I don't know man he, they like Marchessault is just Right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's either, tough. I think either way, it won't be a travesty, but, um, uh, uh, uh but Florida does not have like I Florida, I would say has like maybe the top heavier, like, like Matthew Duchuk Chuck is legitimately like entering the level of elite you know if like, he's
0: yeah if he's not already there then, like he's a top 10 player
1: exactly yeah and like yeah. you know uh, 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 Sasha Barkov won the, the you know the fact that he's like a point per game guy and a perennial you know selkie finalist Yeah. um and then you know like in, on defense you've Brandon Montour who
0: Aaron Ekblad who Forsling I wrote
1: a big promo on Gustav Forsling you know at a media day he's just like the, he's playing 27 minutes a night and he's getting you know and they're outscoring their opponent he's never on for a goal against he's remarkable and obviously, if you look at goaltending, like Sergei Bobrovsky and Aiden Hill, Aiden Hill's been unbelievable.
0: I love that. Like, Aiden Hill is – there's actually – I've seen quite a few Hill jerseys. Yeah. Which is crazy because he's effectively, like, their third string goal when third all string, is said and
1: done. Like, on a bad day, might even be fourth.
0: Exactly. Like, if you if you think about it, you've got Logan Thompson, Jonathan Quick, Laurent Brossois, and Aiden Hill. Yes.
1: And then even the uh, uh, the guy in the like was it Petrov or something or I, I don't even know. But they like he played regular season games, so it's it's remarkable. Like, but Florida does not have the depth. Like they no. re- they just don't,
0: especially without Lister Ryan as well. That's oh yeah, that is a miss. huge
1: loss, and yeah. we have to wonder like that guy must be dead to oh, not be playing he, through these games yeah
0: he might have no limbs. like we he don't know. he might
1: be in like a like a, a sensory deprivation chamber just like <laughs> you know like floating there hopefully, hopefully. I,
0: speaking of which i did one of those hyperbaric chambers i'm
1: scared i don't like being alone with my own oh
0: thoughts. my gosh it was incredible i came out i was like a new woman
1: i'm i'm scared of that because <laughs> i don't know if i can be alone with my own thoughts for that long
0: no no, no it's not like a sensory deprivation tank thing hyperbaric chamber like um replenishes like all of like the muscles in your body like at like Michael Phelps sleeps in one yeah. kind of thing. So you just like pay and you can go in. It's honestly it's they're in Vegas because of hangovers yes. and other degenerate behavior that we can't talk about on this show. But if you go in, you come out feeling like a totally refreshed person. Mike probably could have used that yesterday if we're being honest. Did
1: I fell asleep at a shake shack? Um, like come
0: on. Yeah. If you fall asleep sitting up, that's a problem. I think Lister Listarainen might need to be in one of those tanks. I think he probably is right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: like like you don't watch Star Wars, but like he's in one of those. They call it a back to tank, which is after Darth Vader got like what what okay. made him be, what made him become Darth Vader is he fought Obi Wan on the side of a volcano and then he fell in the volcano and got all burned up and so now the the all the armor that he wears is literally like a suit that's keeping him alive and when he's out of the armor he has to be in this like tank that looks like milk basically but it's oh. not and he has to stay in there because it's the only way that he can be alive outside of that suit and i guarantee you etu listerine is in that tank right now <laughs> just like getting his life force replenished it's crazy um but yeah i i um, i think
0: they're having a tough time dealing with the size and the speed of vegas's yeah. depth and then that stone Marcioso line is just absolutely rinsing in Mm -hmm. every matchup they've played in and that's been a huge issue and a big thing
1: a big thing too is and why vegas is able to hand is is able to keep up sort of like physically here is because again i wrote i wrote about earlier in the series is that they're able to basically roll three pairs like they're able to basically go like we can throw out you know, uh, 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 like White Cloud like
0: and Hag or like, the Petro and no,
1: yeah. So, like, no, um, if you look at the ice time dis- disparity on these two blue lines, like, like, uh,
0: uh, Ex-butt and Forsling are playing. All like a half minutes. an hour,
1: basically. Like Petrangelo is leading the team with like 23 minutes a night, and then White Cloud and uh and Hague have 19. And if you look at the disparity over on, yeah, on uh Florida, like Montour, Forzling, Ekblad, whatever, they're playing like 27, 28. Yeah. and then at the bottom, it's like Josh Marrero who's playing like 12. If that, if that, so it's yeah. like so Vegas can literally just be like, it doesn't matter the scenario, it doesn't matter yeah, the usage, like just like if, if it's your third pair which is White Cloud and Hague which might have been the best pair of the playoffs at this point throw them out there whatever whereas as as Florida they have to just hammer their guys in and it which means if they lose a guy like they lo- they lose Gugus
0: yeah that's been a massive loss then
1: the jenga tower falls you 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 take a load bearing wall out of your think thing.
0: about how hurt Gugus has to be Gugus <laughs> yes Anyways, we're in Vegas, if you haven't noticed. <laughs>
1: um, I'm I Rad, not even Radgo Gugis. Yes. Absolutely. I haven't even
0: started drinking yet. Uh, um, yet.
1: Uh, yet. Be, yeah.
0: Okay, think about because he is definitely one of the toughest players in the NHL. Like, easily. Yeah. Think about how injured he's gotta be to not be playing in the cup final. That guy might have his limb like sewed into his body at this to point. To be
1: fair, he got he got. Like like decimated Correct. into another dimension at that one point. Like he literally like like he he I think it was Colossar hit him. Yeah, it
0: was Colossar. He sent him in the next stratosphere. He,
1: he, he erased him from our existence briefly. Like it was it was crazy. But yeah, I here I know that you know you put money down on Vegas to yeah uh, to win in six. I think that for I would like them to win in five. Just for my for own our health. own. Oh yeah, for, for our, our health, health, health we would like them in our well being. <laughs> but I do think that. um I do think that that the cardiac cats, man, like they have this sort of resiliency to them um, that when they are when their backs against the wall, they find a way to get it done. And Paul Maurice, like, say what you will about him as a tactician. Say what you will about him. He knows how to get his guys going. He is the best motivator. Like other than Rod Brindamore, I would say,
0: uh, I would say uh, Bruce is in that category too. Oh,
1: it's having okay. worked with Bruce. He is Bruce up is in that. Account. He is in. If we if we're going now, tears. okay.
0: So here's a thing. I want. I wanted to ask you. a statement for the me, podcast. So when Florida got rid of Brunette and hired Paul Maurice, people were like, "You didn't do anything in Winnipeg. Like, why are you hiring Paul Maurice? He didn't do
1: anything in Winnipeg. Okay.
0: We'll so is it now that we have seen what Florida has accomplished? Is it more a function of Paul Maurice didn't do anything in Winnipeg because of the chaos and crap in Winnipeg? And he's actually a better coach than he gets credit for? Or has he been propped up? I feel like the answer might be somewhere in the middle, but I'm way more willing to say Paul Maurice is a good NHL coach now than I was after the Winnipeg fiasco, knowing everything that's come out of Winnipeg.
1: So I think that Paul Maurice, he shines as a motivator. He shines at being someone who players want to play for, who feel like he has their best interests at heart, mm-hmm. who feel like they're supported and they're in like a good environment. And you know, he's always quick with a joke and he cares about his players, whatever. What, what I think he's not great at is being the, the tough dad. You know, I think he's bad at, be, at being like the disciplinarian. He's the cool mom. He's like the fun uncle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, I think, and, but I think he's, he's not like a regular coach. He's a fun he's coach. a fun coach. If you if you want, if you're gonna drink, do it. And at, at my house, you yeah. know, or whatever. Um, but like I think that so like in in Winnipeg, his biggest failure was not corralling and figuring out that sort of clique of the of the Shifley Wheeler sort of. And like at some rot. point, like
0: you're making multi million dollars to play hockey, it's not. Paul Maurice's job or any coach's job, even Rick bonus. Cause we yeah. saw it this year to be a babysitter. You make millions of dollars, but even Rick
1: bonus is a lot more comfortable being the hard ass. Yeah. And he did. He did. His Old. first move was stripping Blake Wheeler of the captaincy. Yeah. And, Paul Maurice never did that, and I don't think he felt like he could. Right, and I think that that is his. In Florida, he he didn't have to come in and like manage Egos. He didn't have to come in and lay down the law and be like, "All right, well, this locker room is is shattered." Yeah, you know, like I got to fix. This. Like there's a culture problem here. I need to fix it. Um, I think he was able to come in, take a team that was already really talented, that was bo- sort of. Buoyed by the fact that they added a young, absolute stup- superstar who wanted to come there. Yeah, um, that's a
0: big one, right? And also a
1: team that was hungry to sort of like uh, avenge their 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 second round sweep last year. And he came in, and he, uh, you know, he he was exactly the voice he needed. But also, we have to look at hindsight here, in that. If the Pittsburgh Penguins beat the Chicago Blackhawks <laughs> on a random day in April, we're talking about Paul, Paul, Paul Marie, the Paul Maurice hiring being one of the most disastrous in the league. They, and also the Blackhawks not getting Connor Bedard. <laughs> exactly, but like we're talking about like like Paul Maurice's legacy here this season. The fact like the conversations that he's in they hinge on one point. And yeah, I it, don't love that. And one point difference. We're talking about him in literally the inverse of what we've talked about now. We're yeah. talking about whether like you know the, his style of hockey doesn't fit. You know, we're talking about how he, how they shouldn't have, have fired Brunette, and now the Brunette's been hired in Nashville. We're talking about how it's a massive sort of like a, a stain on, on Florida or massive missed opportunity they could have just kept him. Like, we are one point away from, from that. Paul Maurice being like a, a huge chunk, huge chapter of his legacy being completely erased and also being irrelevant to this conversation. So I do – and obviously the game of hockey is – it's futile. It's built on inches. You know, any, things can change on a dime. You know, every game is based on, you know, one bounce going one way or the other.
0: It's basically a slot machine. <laughs> it really is a
1: slot in Vegas. But, um, like, it, it it, just doesn't sit right with me that, like, we're talking about how, how Paul Maurice is, like, the perfect voice of this team when we, are, we would be having the absolute opposite thing if, cuz they didn't even control their own destiny like it, yeah
0: it, they needed help from
1: the chicago blackhawks who, who had traded everyone and were like were probably mad that they won that game oh, even yeah. though it worked out for them in the end they're probably mad they won that game so it just he i think in the playoffs when the sample size is so small and when it's just sort of like a marathon and it's almost a season in of itself i think he's the perfect voice um but like man it's it's wild like I, I, we could be having a completely different conversation if one tiny seemingly you know mundane late april game against the team that was that should have lost that is executing one of the most vicious tanks of all time <laughs> uh was able to lose to a team that was fighting for their playoff lives with Sidney crosby on the roster yeah like it, just
0: genuinely and not even just that like evgeny malkin and chris letang
1: and like, like jake Gensel, and, yeah and all these guys, you know like that ridiculous yeah um
0: and then they turned around and got probably the best executive in the league or one-off
1: yes and, I, you know, it, it's, it's tough to see. But, yeah, like, it, 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 it's crazy. Florida is going to be a very um, – it, it's going to be really interesting how we look back on this team.
0: I was having a conversation um, with somebody last night. It was, like, mm-hmm. a group of people. And I thought they made, like, a pretty salient point in that the Atlantic Division – um, like Boston is going to be on the way down. Like mm-hmm. they just are right. Tampa within the next like three years is going to be on the way mm-hmm. down. If Florida and Toronto can kind of like keep chugging and yes. Florida is obviously older than the Leafs are mm-hmm. in terms of like the core, but if Florida can keep chugging,
1: can tread water, Toronto uh, yeah.
0: and Florida will be like the big dogs in the Atlantic. And then you've got like Ottawa will come up. Buffalo is definitely going to come Montreal's up. Be- Montreal is going to be Montreal, Buffalo,
1: even Detroit.
0: Yeah, Detroit. But that's what I'm saying. Like you could see a scenario where this is a unique opportunity for a team like Florida, who's got a Matthew Kachuk. And if Bobrovsky can like continue to play hockey but at even, an like, acceptable even like if Spencer rate, Knight
1: can bounce back. Yeah, that's like, You know, like mentally he may, he may have just needed a reset. Like if he's able to come back and be the – he's only what, like 21, 22? Like he's yeah. still a still. I think a there's a good baby.
0: opportunity here for teams like Toronto and Florida who are in a bit of a different scenario. Like – they have Tampa has zero draft picks. Boston also has no draft picks. So you're, you have an old team with no young players coming and not really anybody in the pipeline, whereas Florida's got some nice young prospects. Toronto's got some nice young prospects. Then you've got Buffalo, who was really entertaining for a lot of this year. And then you go with Ottawa and Montreal. And so I think it's going to be interesting in the Atlantic division. And I'd like to see Florida kind of there because Matthew Kachuk has been incredible. Like Charles Barkley is walking around talking about how much he loves Matthew Kachuk. He's spreading
1: the good word, (laughs) He's preaching the book of Matthew Kachuk, you know, like it's the thing about Tampa is that they are capped out. uh, They have no draft picks and they have a roster that has a lot of new contracts that need to be signed. Um, And then Florida as well, they're pretty capped out and they have a lot of, they have a lot of free agents that are coming up too. Like they like Gudis is a free agent, you know, like guys like that. Um, I'm pretty sure Lucerne needs a new deal, stuff like that. So it's it's gonna be tough uh to maneuver it in there. But and they've obviously...
0: got the two three pillars locked exactly. up, right? They've got Ekblad, they've got
1: Montour's Kachuk. here for a while. Oh yeah,
0: Montour and Barkov. And then I mean the Paprosky contract is still bad. But it's
1: still bad. They wouldn't be here without them. But they so, wouldn't be here without them. So it, it changes. You don't get to complain anymore. Exactly. <laughs> so it exactly. It kind of changes how we look at it. Again, like with there's, it's, it's so futile. Like we, you know, it takes it takes like a month for us to change our complete tune on someone we'd be railing on for the last. Oh like, no, I years. still
0: think that, uh, that no, contract but I mean,
1: the, the, I mean the world. The world oh yes, about. but like it's 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 interesting. Like if if you're able to just sort of tread water. Yeah, I think the Atlantic Division. I think all the teams in the Atlantic Division who didn't make the playoffs this year, they they have such bright futures. Buffalo is going to be a force to be reckoned. Oh, they're going to be
0: a wagon. I
1: mean, they have Devin Levi, obviously. So who knows what he can turn into? Like he could be pretty. They have
0: Tage Thompson, John Jason Paterka, Matthew Savoy, Jack Quinn, Jack Quinn Rasmus Dahlin, Owen Power, Matias Samuelson. Like
1: did you mention Dylan Cousins?
0: Dylan Cousins. The list is. Endless. Oh, and they have another draft pick this year.
1: Yep. Like, Alex if, Tuck. You didn't even mention right. But like, like the young yeah, players the young, that are coming. We they are coming. Yeah, like Peyton, Krebs, Peyton Krebs. We didn't we even, didn't even talk Krebs. about
0: him. Like yeah. they're gonna be. So good. They're not obviously gonna be able to keep all of them, but they're gonna be incredible because they've
1: drafted they've kept so a lot of them, though. well. And they've signed really smart contracts. Tage T-H. yeah. Thompson, who's their franchise face, is gonna be making like seven point one million dollars. Dylan
0: Cousins, the same Dylan thing. Dylan Cousins did the
1: same thing. Rasmus uh Rasmus dalin he's looking to sign like ten million or whatever. I that'll be worth rumor, it. But that'll be worth it one day. Owen power's still on his ELC. You have Devin Levi who could be a stud, and you also have uh you uh you a um, who, who could potentially, with a better defense core in front of them, could, could sort of rise to the occasion. And then even in Detroit, I'm really intrigued by them. Like, they made a big push, and and Steve Eiserman made the right decision to sort of regroup instead of trying to maybe get a wild-card spot and then get bounced in the first round. And then Ottawa has an incredible young core of players that are su- supported by some veterans, and they just got Jacob Chikrin. But, like, it's just, yeah. So I, Florida has, has the ability to, if they were just able to tread water, they could become a very, uh, they could
0: stay Stay kind of, stay
1: relevant in the vibes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. Um, Rachel, do you have anything else you want to talk about on the pod?
0: Are we going to do our
1: SGP movie crossover? I think we should do our SGP movie crossover. So basically I watched the hangover on the flight here. We're in Vegas. It's the quintessential. It's funny. I've actually watched a lot of Vegas movies. I watched the Scorsese movie casino on, on the, the the flight here the first time. Then I watched the hangover on the flight here. The second time we're gonna do the hangover though. um, And basically try and figure out is it, is it, NHL players, or it us? It's us. It's us. Okay. Yeah. So it's
0: it's like n- n- it's our, THN it's our, people. The hockey
1: news. We're trying to put put it in there. So Rachel, we have the, we have the main characters here. So we got Bradley Cooper. We got uh, who is who is Phil. Uh, Phil. We got Ed Helms, who is Stu. Stu. We got Zach Galifianakis, who is Alan. We got uh, Justin Bartha, who is Doug. We got uh, Ken Jeong, who is Mr. Chow. Um, we got uh, who is the
0: guy that Stu married, or the girl that Stu married?
1: Oh, Jade. Uh, with this, which was Heather Graham, um, we have uh, uh, Mike Epps, who is Black Doug as I like to call him, um, and then they and then uh, who else? Other I feel characters? like that's it. And then there's like the guy at the wedding chapel, who is just like this man is the craziest man I've ever seen in my life. Like, but <laughs> but, but well, okay. Let's we're start. Going let's start here. from the top. So I, I'm interested to see who you are picking out here first.
0: Okay, so should we do? Let's do Phil. Okay. Okay, so Phil is sort of the guy that has to like. He organized everything. Yeah. He also it is like if anything goes wrong, he's the one that like we have to call
1: mm-hmm.
0: or has to call and be like, "Hey, I messed up." Is Phil Graham?
1: Phil might be Graham. <laughs> well, no, because Graham's not
0: here. No, Graham's not. Here. Oh wait, then Phil is you. Because if something happens to me, I'll
1: take that, man. I'll take any comparison to Bradley Cooper I can get. So Mike,
0: Mike's got good hair.
1: <laughs> Mike's got Bradley Cooper hair. Thank you. It's very greasy right now, but. So was Bradley Cooper's the end of the movie. So I was yeah. going to say, his hair is um, far more greasy than yours. You. Uh, so yeah, I will take that Sure. Okay, so Amazing. Mike is Phil. Um, which is great. I would definitely be a teacher and then be like, I need $90 to the, conser- to the <laughs> conservatory field trip tomorrow and then just take Vegas that money fine. and put it in the Vegas envelope. Um, now we'll do stew, And I think Stu... Stew...
0: Ooh. Stu is kind of the one that's...
1: I think Stu is Ryan. Ryan Kennedy. Okay. Only because... He is married and I've seen him call his wife many times. uh, Just like to check, not like, not in in the nagging way, but I mean, like just to check in. Because
0: he's a a nice husband. Because he's a
1: good person and a good husband. Um, And I feel like he is the most responsible of the group. Oh, by by, far. Without a (laughs) doubt, by far. He is the most responsible. So he is, uh, uh, so he would definitely be the one that like, like he's the one who's like, you know uh, is always the voice of reason whereas Correct. phil yes he's like the problem solver but he's also like the the gung-ho kind of guy so yeah ryan is stew okay. in terms of alan alan is tough
0: we talked so we talked about this like you're not alan no so we had joked because of the whole like blackjack thing that like my sober personality or yeah. like my sober part is alan but then like all encompassing who is alan Ooh, that's like
1: you know who alan is alan is jared our social media guy <laughs> and here's why because this morning he told me i was still asleep but he went he woke up because his biological clock you know it was three hours so he woke up yeah. at seven and went down just perusing the floor And he's like i'll try to play some slots or whatever and he <laughs> ended and he ended up winning 600 bucks just what? in the morning yeah exactly yeah and so he and, and just out of nowhere and uh and he's very he's a very wholesome innocent young man uh, he's also older than me. I don't know why he's calling, why I'm calling me young man. But he he's a very wholesome guy. And he and yet, doesn't do
0: like weird. Well, honestly though, like if something weird were to happen and like he's like, hey, look, I just picked up this thing off the road. Instead of like it's a baby, yeah, it would be Jared. It yeah. would be totally Jared that would do that. So yeah, you know what, Jared is Jared Allen. is
1: Allen, and that's a compliment. Yeah. Um, in terms of who Doug is, like I think you might be Doug. <laughs>
0: okay, why am I Doug?
1: Because you're you're like. Because Doug, OK, if you look at the if the, if you look at the pictures in the close is in the closing credits, yeah. like you are you like he Doug is just as crazy, if not even more crazy than the guys like that. Like he is. He's going nuts, which is why he ends up getting <laughs> lost on the roof. I can see you be, having a wild night out. And I can. It also wouldn't surprise me if you got stuck and so, lost on the roof of a hotel.
0: Funny enough, mm-hmm. when I was on Fremont Street waiting for these guys to get here i got bowled over yeah. by a tactical team who yeah. was taking somebody down so you so know what you're, that feels like you're yeah.
1: because you are one of if not the craziest person in the group but i could all it also wouldn't surprise me if you got lost on like a roof or got trapped on a roof and we had to come find you
0: yeah, then you know yeah. what that checks, out. That checks yeah. out and you you would be calling like mike is calling my sister being yeah, like I'm um, like, so uh, marry
1: me and also uh rachel's lost um <laughs> In terms of like, I don't even know if there's a Mr. Chow involved. I, I I don't know if we have a Mr. Chow in the group. Um, who I will say is is uh, uh, the bride's the bride's father is Graham. Because, <laughs> yes. Because he's like he would give us the Mercedes to go down in. Yep you know, he would be like, he would like, he's, he's done. He's done. He said many times, he's like, just to let you know, like we have insurance, but it doesn't cover you getting bail, like bail money. it doesn't cover you getting arrested. just don't do that. He's like, he's very much like have fun, but also like, remember like, you know, you, you got responsibilities. So that would be him.
0: Have fun. You have responsibilities. Graham, I sliced my foot open. Exactly. <laughs>
1: um, and then other than that, I think we're pretty much set. I don't think. We yeah. Have, like, like,
0: I don't think there is, Oh, the, 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 Got the girl that Stu marries is the lady that was sitting beside me at the blackjack table because the girl that Stu marries is a complete dummy and but she's
1: got a heart of gold. Come on,
0: yeah. So this lady, hey, she's a nice lady. This lady was very nice, extremely stupid. Yeah. So that's her. The who's, lady who's sitting at the blackjack table beside
1: who's Carlos the baby.
0: Uh, oh, he's jagging his little weenus. Yeah, <laughs> Carlos the baby. I don't like. Let's go find a random. No, let's not let's go not, find a random baby. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you stopped. <laughs> we,
1: we'd be put on a watch list <laughs> if you had completed that sentence. So I'm glad you <laughs> did not The
0: FBI that. is gonna like come after the us. FBI
1: agent who's watching for your wh- your webcam right now is glad that you didn't complete that sentence. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, so yeah. So there I are guess, a lot
0: of children here. There are because a It's
1: not a place for children. Don't bring your children. What's here. really What's really funny is so the movie <laughs> Casino. It's Martin Scorsese. Rob Pinheiro. Yeah. Uh, um, Joe Pesci, it's about, like, you know, the mob in Vegas, and it's, like, super violent. Oh, man, I went to the mob it's museum, phenomenal. it's awesome. Yeah, it, it, it's a great movie, it's super violent, super, like, there's so much swearing, it's crazy, but at the end of the movie, like, spoiler alert, everyone, like, gets arrested or has yeah. to, like, move or whatever, and there's a big monologue at the end of of Robert De Niro being, like, Vegas these days now, like, after we all got arrested, everything changed, it's like Disney World now, you can bring your kids and it's, like, a, the theme park, and it's very much true, like, there are a lot of kids, there's Which really- is
0: crazy, because, okay, when I was walking on the strip two nights ago <laughs> I see a bunch of kids like and I'm talking kids like not 15 year olds yeah I'm talking like four year olds or five year old which Vegas like during the day like I still don't think it's for kids but certainly not at 11 o'clock at no, night no 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 should no, there no, be no, no. children on the strip yeah. and so there's these showgirls and like usually they have like feathers and they're wearing these like bras and whatever this particular set of showgirls just had tape on yeah. And all I hear is a little kid, and I hadn't seen them because I turned around afterwards. All I hear is this little kid, Mom, look! Boobs! And I... That was me. ...was dying. I had it, like, bent over laughing.
1: That that was me. Okay. That was me going doing that. Um, I had arrived before. Okay. I, I told you, and that was me on the strip reacting to that.
0: So we... I need to <clears throat> clearly get Mike to a club that is explicit it's anyway what so that's, the, that's the
1: pod for the day um no but yeah so i think i think that's that's where we'll leave for now um and then who knows i don't even know where we where or what the world will be like when we record our next <laughs> i want to go home i wanted to, hopefully we're doing a the vegas Golden knights have won the stanley cup um you know like like wrap up pod instead of all right mike got stuck on a friggin like six hour connecting flight to florida um Which is great. But anyway, obviously, use BetMGM for all your betting needs. Find uh, the archives of this podcast at THN uh, thehockeynews.com slash podcast or any podcast around in the planet. Rachel and I will try and stay alive. Um, And, uh, yeah, enjoy it.
0: Bye!